Hi, I'm Yolanda Martinez. I'm a motivational speaker for powerful women. You are tuning in to the Soul Rich Woman Show with Janisha. A strong and independent woman is something to behold. She pays her own bills, buys her own things, and she doesn't let a man affect her stability or self-confidence. She is a soul-rich woman. Are you ready to be rich doing what you love? Be on purpose and in control of your life again. At For Women Who Love the F Word podcast, we will be openly talking about getting more clients online, getting recognition as the leader and female entrepreneur, and also the F Word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. It's time to own and love the F Word. Welcome to the show. Today, we have someone really empowering, superwoman, power speaker. Her name is Yolanda. And right here in Singapore, um, we are so honoured to have her here and to be able to hear her message of what she's been speaking to the women worldwide. Welcome, Yolanda. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Share with us a little bit more on what you do. I, well, first of all, I work with my husband, Mark Uzik. Um, we've traveled for the last 11 years doing his show and speaking events, but I've also had the opportunity to speak and share a little bit about my message. And up until about, what, probably a year ago, I've had this vision of wanting to speak to women in owning your power and taking it back and stop being a victim. Mm. And you talk about, you know, you used to be a model and then, you know, you were kind of like the, the girl who always helped someone in need, like a pair of um, shoes or you do need extra pair of stockings or do you <laughs> pair of something, you know, you always have something in your bag to be able to support. Yes. Whereas, you know, in the media, you know, we, women are often being portrayed as either bitchy or, or, or you know, or in a victim um, mindset way. Yes. So is that what kind of like propelled you to speak about this topic? I think it comes from my childhood. I grew up with um, an abusive father who was an alcoholic and who always used to abuse my mom. Never the kids, but my mom. And it. I always felt like she always felt powerless Mm. when in retrospective to that she was more powerful than she thought and so I at a very young age decided that that wasn't who I was going to be and so I think from the age of 14 I constantly told myself what kind of relationship I wanted to have when I was older what kind of person I wanted in my life what kind of person I was not going to allow in my life and so when I got into modeling, it was all because I, I loved fashion. And so I, my mother was one that signed all the documents because my dad was against it. And so at a very young age, I knew what I wanted to do and I just pursued it until I accomplished every, you know, I wanted to be a teacher. So I taught for 10 years, but the modeling was always key in my life, the fashion, the, the shows. Um, and so when I got into modeling full time, I did. I was always the one that had the big bag with extra makeup, extra shoes, extra pantyhose. So whenever anybody needed anything, it was like I was the go-to person because I never felt like I was in competition with anyone. When you're doing a fashion show, you're there to showcase the fashion. You're not there to compete. You're not going to win anything at the end of the day. So I always 
I never felt like I was competing against them. I always felt like the show would be so much better if we just worked together. And so that's why if somebody needed something, I always... I always had it handy. <laughs> wow. So I really love that part where you talk about, uh, you know, it's not just about a competition. It's mm-hmm. really all about the collaboration. Yes. I think that's key. So when you talk about, you know, you are you know, in your journey, you talk about uh, this, you know, owning your own power, mm-hmm. you know, how do you own your own power eventually? I mean, yes, you, you kind of like take the step forward, you make certain decisions. How do you even have that awareness in the first place? <laughs> Again, it came from a very young age of knowing, you know, I was a migrant worker for from the time I was seven until I was 17. And so I knew that that wasn't my life. I knew that was just a job that I had to do in order to buy my own school supplies and my own school clothes. Mm. So I never took on the identity of what I was doing because there was something more that I wanted to do. Like, you know it intuitively? Yes. So at a very young age, I knew, especially when I got into my teens, I knew that I wanted to be a model. And so I, you know, I begged my mother to go and sign all the documents so that I could enroll in the, in the school because I already knew that that, that was the next thing I was going to be doing. I wasn't going to be a migrant worker my whole life. That was just something that was at that moment. And things happen in your life that can hold you back, but the focus was always on what I wanted to do. Are there any rituals or practices that you do on a daily basis that keeps you going? Rituals? No, I really don't do rituals. Um, I constantly look at myself, not from somebody else's point of view, but myself. So when I look at myself, how do I feel about myself? Is it positive or is it negative? Because I always tend to turn negatives into positives. So even if I'm thinking a negative thought about myself, I kind of progressed it to, okay, what am I going to do today that's going to change how that, that, that feeling is right now? And so it always ends up being something positive. Mm. Um, and I think we as women don't do that with ourselves because we're always listening to all the other voices that are talking to us throughout the day. And a lot of the times we tend to focus on the negative. Mm. Um, so so do I th- don't. Yeah. So you don't focus on <laughs> no. that. So do you think that support system is extremely important? Yes. So that you can keep the noises out of being. You need to have a good support system. Yes. Um, I have friends based on what kind of friend I am. So if I'm not, if I'm not a very good friend, I know that the people around me are not going to be good friends mm-hmm. that I can depend on. Mm-hmm. But because I know that my friends can depend on me a phone call away if they need anything, I know that when I need something, they're there for me. So I always say, if you want good, positive people in your life, you need to be that person in order to reflect on getting those people into your life. And that's one of the things that I talk about in my you know, my speak, when I speak, I do talk about, you know, don't complain because you have negative friends. Complain on how those friends came into your life. Wow. <laughs> were you being negative or were you being positive on reflecting those people to come into your life? This is very powerful. <laughs> don't complain about the friends. Complain <laughs> on how you even let them into your life in the first place. <laughs> That's really good. So... Yes. You keep talking about Mark and you've been traveling with him Mm -hmm. for the last 11 years and on the road. I mean, how do you keep your relationship alive? 
Well, like here, this is our first time in Singapore. So we came a few days early so that we could go out and explore mm. together because we had never been here. So we went out and did things together to get the same view of the city of, of this beautiful place um, together. And so we've explored new, even places that he's been to that I haven't. When we explore it together, it's a totally different feel than when you go and do it by yourself. So we always take time in going out and spending time together when we, whenever we go to any event or even when we were on working on cruise ships, we would always, if we got off in a certain place that we'd never been, we would extend our trip a few days to stay and explore and, and see it together. So basically yeah. it's quality time. Yes. Wow. I think that's key. You do have to have quality time together because um, we're around people all the time. Um, sometimes that can be hard, but you have to make the time to spend quality time together. Wow, yeah. I love that. <laughs> and then how do you manage like uh, both of your like communication to keep that relationship going stronger every single year? I think because he's a good listener and I'm very vocal on what I'm feeling. Mm. Um, I think it helps to have someone that knows where you're coming from because he knows your, you know, the mindset and he knows about women and men being so different, um, that he's able to listen to when I'm feeling something, even if it's a gut feeling about someone that I don't want to be around, he'll listen. And so I think that's key. Um, but as, as a woman, you, you have to listen to those things that you're feeling. If you meet someone that you don't get a good vibe for, there's a reason why that feeling is there. And so you kind of have to protect yourself on not being too open if you don't want to let people in that you know are giving you that bad feeling already. So what are some of the three strategies would you recommend women to do or take to kind of protect themselves while taking the steps forward? I think he is know who you are. That's you got to know who you are and you got to know that when you show up somewhere, show up a hundred percent. Don't show up saying, Oh, maybe I'll, I'll sit and see what happens here. No, if you're going to show up, whether it's to an event that you want to learn from, then you show up a hundred percent. Don't show up half the time and expect to get a result and then complain because you didn't get the result. So I think it's showing up and owning the fact that if you're going to show up somewhere, whether it's to meet a friend or like I said, an event, show up a hundred percent. Because if you don't show up, you're not showing up for yourself. The people around you are still going to be there. But if you don't show up to, to represent yourself as a whole person and give as a whole person, you're not going to get the results that you want. So I think that's key. And I think always talk to yourself in a positive way. It doesn't matter if you've had a bad night or you've gotten up and it's early and you're not ready to get up. You know, I, Mel Robbins has a book. It's called The Five Second Rule. So you have five seconds to decide, are you going to get out of bed or are you going to lay in bed all day? Because that's all it takes. It takes five seconds for you to make that change in your life. So if you want to do something, don't listen to the voices in around you because people will talk you out of things all the time. So decide in five seconds whether you're going to do it or not. And the last point? The last point I think is 
don't play into society's vision of who you are. Too many times, we've all had traumatic things happen in our past, in our childhood, in our teens. It doesn't matter when you give someone, when you give something that power, you don't have the power then. You're, you're giving it away. So take your power back. Don't let society dictate who you are. If you are a powerful, influential woman, then that's who you need to own. And that's who, that's the person that you need to step into every day. Tell us more about the programs that you're speaking about and how can our audience reach you? Right now, I only have, I've, I've got a program that I've put together and it's for women and it's about confidence. It's about mindset and it's about owning who you are. So it's called 21 Days with Yolanda. Um, you can go on the website, 21dayswithyolanda.com. I also have a Facebook page that they can go on. I post um, positive, motivational you know, quotes. Um, and I've had a good, really good response, even though I've just started it. Um, I've, I've spoke at one of Mark's events, and I got some really great responses from the women there that have already made changes in their daily life to make themselves feel better about themselves. And so that is something that I wasn't expecting because I just kind of presented it on a whim. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all about taking your power back and, you know, we're not victims. If we really looked at women who are victims, it's our ancestors who fought for us to be where we are today. Those are the real victims. Those are the ones we should honor by not letting society today take our power away from us. Wow. <laughs> By sitting beside you, I can feel your energy moving, you know? <laughs> so, okay. I want to, I'm very curious about this thing called the authenticity because you talk about, you know, being who you are and, you know, owning your own power and in such a busy, crowded online space. Mm -hmm. How can we women continue to show authenticity both online and offline? I think online, it's easy because you can, online, you can, portray anything. You can say anything. My thing is we need to disconnect ourselves from being online so much and connect ourselves back to society. And so one of the things that I talk about in my program is put down your phones and go out and meet people. Go out and really connect with someone. You can connect with people online on a daily basis with no trouble at all. It's the socializing outside of that that we've kind of been disconnected from. Mm. So I think it's important that you spend time with your friends, not online, but spend time with your friends one-on-one, -on -one, whether it's to get coffee, whether it's to go out and have some fun, but connect in that way because the social media will still be there. Mm. The online will still be there and you'll never really lose that because you'll still have your followers that are constantly watching what you're doing. So if you influence people by saying, oh, today I went and I had this amazing lunch date with my friend and we talked about nothing, but we connected about everything. Wow. It's, you'll be more influential that way and getting people to step out of that because we're so isolated now from being out and socializing with people. We don't know how to socialize anymore. You know, I, I, we go to restaurants and we see couples on, at dinner and they're on both on the phone and I'm like, oh my God, we don't even take our phones out when we're at dinner. And at home, our phones are off and we sit down and have dinner at the dinner table every night when we're home.
So you respect each other's yes. uh, space and time. When there's time to spend quality time to be connected, you just, okay, you know, yeah. set some boundaries. Yes. Well, that's perfect. I think, that's, I think we're disconnected from that. Because mm. I go out with my niece and she'll sit there with her phone and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you need, to, you need to put your phone away or I'm leaving. Because I'm not going to sit here by myself at a di- at, at lunch or dinner or whatever we planned on doing together while you're on the phone. It's it's kind of disrespectful, and it kind of makes you feel like, okay, who am I having dinner with? You on the, the phone, or just me with someone physically sitting here? So I have you have to put those boundaries down when you have friends, also because sometimes they tend to forget that mm. there are those boundaries. So if you dedicate a day and time to meet with your friends that means put your phone away and let's talk about nothing and connect about everything i love that to you who is a soul rich woman so who do you think this this type of woman will be which is basically you (laughs) basically me (laughs) um i think anyone that steps into themselves and and feels great about themselves that reflection will be given to everybody whether it's female or male you'll show i i used to work at conventions and the people i used to work with clients they would always tell me it's like when you walk into the the convention center it's like everybody stops because of the way that you walk in and i'm like really i just walked in they're like no it's the way you present yourself when you walk in it's you own who you are and you're not looking to get you know, oh, he's looking at me or she's looking. You don't look for that. She's like, you just walk with this amazing confidence that you own. And it doesn't matter where you're at. You always own it. And so I, I think that's important. It's like own your true power, own yourself. And you'll be able to reflect that and connect with so many women. See, I always say I'm not in competition with women because unless I'm winning something at the end of that competition, what am I competing for? If on a daily basis I'm competing with whoever I see because they're wearing a different outfit or better shoes or a better handbag, what am I getting at the end of the day by trying to compete with someone like that? So unless I'm walking the runway and they announce my name and say I've won something, I'm really not in competition other than with myself. How am I going to present myself to influence others around me? Wow. So in Soul Rich Woman, we have this tagline. It's called, For Women Who Love the F Word, mm-hmm. Being Fabulous, <laughs> Having Freedom, and Financial Independence. So it's kind of like a movement that we want to encourage women to have it all. Mm-hmm. So to you, which is your favorite F word? Being Fabulous, Having Freedom, or Financial Independence? Well, I think it, they all go together. You can't, every, and every day is going to be different. You can't say, I'm fabulous today, and then tomorrow you wake up and you're cranky and you're not feeling good about yourself. So you can't play that role every day. But if you have, I think, I feel that if you have financial independence, all those other things fall into place. And I don't mean to say that as just, you know, someone saying, oh, I want to be rich. Um, you can have financial independence by just with your partner with whoever you're working with in your business, when there's somebody else that's always supporting you, there's always going to be that financial independence. Um, 
I think a lot of times we confuse it with, oh, I need to have my own money apart from my husband's. It's like, no, you need to take care of each other and be aware that if something happens to him, how are you going to be financially independent? And vice versa. If something happened to me, how is he going to be able to be financially independent to feel all those other things? So I think it's, it's a partnership, not only with yourself, but with the person that you're with and sharing your life with. But it's also having the support system that's going to make you feel fabulous and, and, and have that freedom to just be who you are on a daily basis. Yes. Do you have a favorite quote or book that you read? Right now, my favorite quote is, be the woman that you needed as a child. Wow. <laughs> That's very sexy because and I always, intelligent. <laughs> well, because I always feel like, as a child, you idolize a certain woman. Like, I always loved Wonder Woman. I thought, oh my gosh, she's powerful. She's amazing and she's beautiful, but she owns her power. Mm. And so I, I always think of, how am I going to influence a, a child so I always have to reflect back as to when I was a child. What did I need to reflect on? See, my mother, I thought my, I felt my mother was powerful. She felt like she was powerless because of the situation that she was in, because she didn't have a way of getting out to go out and work because she never worked. She was a home, you know, stay at home mom. And so she didn't have that financial freedom to make that decision of saying, I can get out of this. And so she felt powerless. But I always saw her as she was a powerful woman. And, wow. Yeah. And that's why you make a decision to help women today yes. to find back their voice yes. and own back their power. <laughs> yes. I love that so much. What would be the one advice that um, you give to women who are still sitting on the fence right now, <laughs> thinking about you know, their paradigm and then they're a you know, victim of their own circumstances? What would you say to them? Okay, right now you're not a victim because whatever happened is not happening to you right now. So own the fact that you are still here and you're still able to influence others as well as help other women that have been in situations that you you had. Um, be aware that you didn't wake up one day saying, I'm going to procrastinate and hold in my life. What are you waiting for? I always say, when somebody tells me, wait until... No, I'm not going to wait until because my life is being here and being present in the right now. So what I have to wait for is nothing because everything is at my disposal and I can reach for it if I desire to. Wow. So <laughs> thank stop you. waiting. Yeah, stop waiting, okay? Thank you, Yolanda. Thank You're you welcome. for agreeing. For the interview, I know that you followed Mark here, but uh, I have to wrap you in because you're such a great candidate for the podcast. I just want to say that I will be putting all the links in the show notes. And then I just want to appreciate you for being here. I hope that we have done everything in our power to make it well worth your time. My name is Janisha Alora, signing off. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so honoured that we are connected and I hope that I can continue to serve you as you build your dreams. And if you love this episode, and I hope that you did, rate it 5 stars. Give us that glowing review because it will help more women around the world finding this Soul Rich Woman podcast. Alone you are strong, together we are unstoppable. Now share this with every woman who needs it because this is how we are changing the world, one woman at a time. As always, 
get out of your comfort zone and go towards the dreams you've always wanted to achieve. For women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. My dear soul rich woman, sending you my love and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.